As the summer winds down here on the last day of August, many of us are going through a relationship transition of one kind or another. Kids going off to school for the first time. Sons and daughters heading off to college. And those of us left behind to face an unfamiliar future where those we love are no longer around as they once were. Relationship transitions are unique opportunities to bring out the best in us. It's what today's episode is all about. But before we get into this, here's Carol. Welcome to You Were Made For This. If you find yourself wanting more from your relationships, you've come to the right place. Here you'll discover practical principles you can use to experience the life-giving relationships you were made for. And now here's your host, John Sertalic. Thank you, Carol. And yes, it's me, John Sertalic, your award-winning author and relationship coach, here to help you find more joy in the relationships God designed for you. If you're new to the podcast, the easiest way to access past and future episodes is to go to johnsertalic.com and click on the follow or subscribe button. That's John with an H and Sertalic with a C at the beginning and the end and a bunch of letters in between, dot com. Transition is a common buzzword you hear in missionary circles these days. They talk about it often because missionaries experience so many of them. Transitions from one culture to another. Countless goodbyes to people we know and love one day, and then hellos to complete strangers in another culture the next. Here's another thing about transitions. Did you know that in August we have National Single Working Woman's Day, Dog Appreciation Day, and Middle Child Day? And August 31st, the day this episode first airs, we have National Relationship Transitions Day. I think about it every year at this time when I recall how a long time ago we sent our kids off to kindergarten for the very first time. And then years later, when they left home for college. Those days were filled with both sadness and joy, mixed all together like a ham and cheese omelet stuffed with broccoli. More recently, I saw joy and sadness at a high school graduation party this summer for a friend's son. She talked about the joy of her son completing high school on such a high note. But then, her eyes teared up at the mention of him leaving home for college in a few weeks. I don't even want to think about it, she whispered. Then there are those nostalgic Facebook posts popping up of moms and dads commenting on sending their kids off to kindergarten for the first time and how it seems like just two months ago when they brought them home from the hospital as infants. I even recently heard another example of relationship transitions on a podcast when out of left field, the host reflected on how melancholy she was feeling thinking about sending her twin daughters off to college for the first time. Relationship transitions like this are happening all around us, especially at this time of year. 
You know, children go through relationship transitions themselves. I had an interesting conversation with our twin grandsons recently. They're both 20 now and in college. When I asked them what was the most difficult transition they faced in advancing through their educational career, they surprised me. I thought they would have said from high school to college was the most challenging. No, they actually said that was the easiest. (laughs) The hardest for them was going from elementary school to middle school. That's been the most challenging transition they've faced thus far. So how do you and I celebrate National Relationship Transitions Day? How can we use it to bring out the best in us? If you're going through a relationship transition yourself, there are a couple of things you can do. One is to remind yourself of the joy during an earlier time in your relationship. Savor memories of past joy. And then, at the same time, develop a holy anticipation of the potential joy that could await you in the future. Here's an example of a future joy I never would have anticipated. It happened yesterday. My grandson Grant and I uh, had to go to a mall nearby to deal with a computer issue that he, that he had, and, and he could have gone himself, but I asked to come along. And so I went to the mall, and the store hadn't quite opened yet, and so we were just walking, walking around for a bit, and we came upon a, a Starbucks. And Grant works at Starbucks, not this one, but at another one. And so he said to me, hey, Grandpa, would you like a cup of coffee? I said, sure. So we went to the, to the front, and, and I, got the, I got the coffee, and I reached to pay for it. He said, oh, no, 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 no. Here, let me pay for it. And he whips out a credit card, his very own credit card, to buy me a cup of Starbucks coffee. It was a complete role reversal for a moment. I couldn't believe my 20-year-old grandson had his own credit card. You know, more moments like this will come. Be patient. There's no guarantee. But those you cared for so deeply earlier may likely care well for you in the future, just like my grandson Grant did yesterday at the mall. Now, if you're not going through a relationship transition yourself, it's quite likely someone you know and care about is going through one. And here are a few ideas that you might want to try with them. You can reach out to a parent of a child getting on the school bus for the first time and asking how they're doing and let them open up. That's one idea. You could call a parent who is back from taking their kid to college and hauling their boxes of stuff to their first dorm room and ask them, how did it go for you? And in either case, you can always send a card or note in the mail that says something along the lines of, I've been thinking about you and praying for you as you process, and then you fill in their child's name, heading off to school or college for the first time. I imagine it may be difficult to end one chapter of parenting and then enter this new unknown one. You know, something like that, something simple. 
In essence, what you want to do is to let people you know going through a relationship transition that you're thinking of them, and maybe even praying for them. There's something quite comforting in simply knowing someone else knows what you're dealing with. So let them know that you know it's hard and that you're pulling for them. All of these ideas are examples of Romans 12:15, which reads, Rejoice with those who rejoice, mourn with those who mourn. Well, here's a main takeaway that I hope you remember from today's episode. Relationship transitions are opportunities to care for people by letting them know you've been there too, and you know how difficult these transitions can be. In closing, I'd love to hear any thoughts that you have about today's episode. I hope your thinking was stimulated by today's show, enough to put into practice what you've just heard. Reach out to someone in a relationship transition to let them know you care. For when you do, it will help you experience the joy of relationships God designed for you. Because after all, you know, you were made for this. Well, that's it for today. If there's someone in your life you think might like to hear what you've just heard, please forward this episode on to them. The link to this episode is simply johnsertalic.com slash 173. And, of course, you don't want to forget to spread a little relational sunshine around the people you meet this week. Spark some joy for them. And I'll see you again next time. Goodbye for now.